You're listening to Travel Nursing and Allied Life, hosted by Travcom. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Newbie News. My name is Cindy. And I'm Trisha. Welcome, welcome. Our topic today is going to be what we kind of call the cancel culture. We're going to talk about those situations and where you're on assignment and you're getting canceled and you know, you've made the commitments with housing and all these kinds of other things. And oh my gosh, what do you do? You know, that seems to be the, the thing going right now. If anybody's watching the social media pages, there's cancellations are happening in mass amounts because the pandemic's getting a little more under control and now they don't mm-hmm. need us anymore. And what are we going to do? Yeah, absolutely. Those volatile work environments, um, because of our ever-changing census and the status with the pandemic, vaccines, all those kinds of things, um, uh, there just aren't aren't the same kind of crisis contracts that are being offered right now. So it's kind of like settling back down to a more of a more of a norm that we're used to, um, you know, um, pre pre pandemic. Uh, right. So. Uh, Anyway, so including including the rates that we're seeing. So, you know, when you thought you were going to go out there and continue to make it, we talked about that. Is the money worth it? And hopefully those that made those great big dollars put them away for this rainy day because we knew it was coming. Yep. Yep. And the storm clouds are definitely starting to gather. So, yes, uh, we, <laughs> so we are, uh, <laughs> so we just kind of want, we put together some points. Uh, we've talked to some of our contacts in the industry and we've put together um, a few points that hopefully will be very helpful for you guys um, as you continue to navigate your travel journey here. Um, so the first thing is, um, is that you always should approach a contract like you could be te- uh, potentially canceled. Um, it's important to talk to your agency about, um, about their contracts with your facility. Um, a lot of agencies have clauses in their contracts with facilities that require them to give them two weeks notice upon any kind of a cancellation. Now, that means the, the agency is essentially going to bill the facility for two more weeks. So consequently, it's a good idea when you're negotiating your contract or talking to a recruiter to ask your recruiter if your agency does this. If that is the case, then chances are you'll get two more weeks worth of pay, which will at least give you a little bit of a cushion while you're busy looking for your next assignment or your next option. So not every agency and not even every recruiter is even aware what their agency does. So it's a good question to ask when you're talking to your your recruiter. And you know, Cindy, sometimes with those clauses that they have, uh, facilities will try to get around those by dismissing us for just other reasons. You know, they'll say, oh, they're not a good fit, or they did this, or they did that, because that gets them out of that clause. So make sure, um, you know, that you're doing what you need to do and dotting your I's and crossing your T's because if they can, if they're claiming something else, true or not true, then that two week, that two week window may go away. Mm-hmm. I have noticed with the cancellations that are being talked about that most of them are getting a two week or some, mm-hmm. some kind of a notice. They're, you know, mm-hmm. Most of them are getting a two week notice, which is very nice of the companies or the facilities to do because they don't have to. 
you know, and I, right. and I think they're probably also doing it because, you know, what if in two weeks it comes back and you're not, if you're not gone yet, because that two week window, and that's another thing you need to ask that two week window, you may work those two weeks, like, you know, that's your last two weeks to work, or they may pay you two weeks that mm-hmm. you're, you're done, but they're going to pay you for two more weeks. So that's also something else that you need to clarify when you're talking about that window, because it doesn't necessarily mean that, oh man, I'm going to get two weeks off and get paid. You may have to continue to work through that two weeks, knowing just like if you gave notice that you were leaving, you work those two weeks and that's the end of your time. Yeah, that's a very good point. So all these things are good things to clarify when you're shopping for an assignment um, right. to be able to do that. Um, another good point um, um, to consider with cancellations is help your recruiter help you. Um, be in contact with your recruiter throughout your assignment, especially if you're starting to feel some changes at the hospital, where all of a sudden the census is starting to drop, where all of a sudden there's a huge hiring of brand new nurses that they're getting oriented um, right. in order to start fli- uh, to, to sliding into those slots. Um, remember, you are probably the most expensive employee they have. So any time that they can fill in those slots and not need um, not need to pay traveler rates, um, the hospital is going to um, is going to definitely um, definitely try and do that. So any kind of changes that you notice in the unit um, with um, regards to things like that, talk to your recruiter about it. And, and with, yeah, and with that, you know, with and a lot of ours have we have guaranteed hours, so mm-hmm. you know, they may cancel you. You're staying home and getting paid. If that's happening a lot, then you need to be thinking about they're not going to keep doing that. Like, I'm not going to pay someone to sit around and do nothing Yep. for if it was me personally and facilities are not going to do that either. So that's kind of a red flag that you may need to, you know, talk with your recruiter and say, hey, this is happening a lot. You know, let's start looking. Let's start making some other plan B, because that's a really good indication that things are going to going to end. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And again, your recruiter can be starting to look for other options for you for jobs or have an escape plan ready. Um, mm-hmm. Should you know, should anything happens, you know, um, forewarned is forearmed. So um, that's always definitely something you should be thinking about all the time. Um, you can also see if the recruiter can redirect you to other units within the hospital that have needs within your scope of practice as well, too, um, right. which would definitely help, which would definitely help you as far as like your housing situation. Like if you mm-hmm. if you mm-hmm. signed a short term lease or you have a commitment, um, something right. along those lines as well, too, and you would really prefer to stay in the area and your scope of practice is broad enough, perhaps they can find you something else within the same facility. Um, you know, to be able to do that. Um, you know, the other thing too is to think about a location within a big city or a hot spots that have lots of multiple positions in the same area. Just right. because, you know, Hospital A cancels you in the city. Hospital B in the same city may still may have a need as well too. So um, obviously, if you're in a, in a more metropolitan area, that's an option. If you're somewhat more rural, um, that might not be. But again, just another option, um, an op- another option to think about. So I would um, just like to you know, put in here, Cindy, remembering that when you get your assignment canceled, a lot of people are like, oh, you need to go get an attorney, all of those things. These, you are an at-will employee. 
Yes. That is, you know, you can take that piece of paper to an attorney any given day of the week and they're going to tell you you're an at-will employee. They can cancel you anytime they want to, as you can as well. Uh-huh. Um, cancel your contract and there is no rip there's no repercussion there's not like you can't sue them you can't do all those things because they're breach of contract because it's not a contract <laughs> it's an assignment no. it's an it's an agreement and you know it's the, unfortunately that's travel nursing and uh-huh. so as as mad as bad as our feelings get hurt or all of those things the only recourse is to smile, say, thank you for this. In case you want to come back to that place, don't burn that bridge and yes. you know, work with your recruiter and your company and all those things and, and move on very graciously. Yeah, that's a very good point. Very good point. It also kind of, you know, leads into the other thing too here. So, you know, we were talking at the very beginning about this, about the higher pay package and the crisis rates and all those kinds mm-hmm. of fun stuff. You know, sometimes, believe it or not, a higher pay, pay package um, may not always be a better idea. Right. Um, when facilities start having financial issues or low census, the first people that are going to get cut are the people with the highest number of hours per week. So having a more realistic um, hourly or bill rate um, can actually help you outlast the highest paid um, you know, travelers at that facility. Mm-hmm. So um, again, while all that big money sounded great at the same time, yeah, maybe you're, if you're, if you're working a little bit, um, a little bit uh, cheaper than, you know, um, you know, than your someone neighbor. else, <laughs> yeah. your neighbor, absolutely, you know, and they're going to make a choice as to who's going to go, who's going to go first, most expensive goes first. So right. it may not be fair. The most expensive person may actually be the one who's worth who's really worth it. Um, but you know, bottom line is it's it's all about the it's bucks. all about the dollar. Yes, and and speaking yeah. of that, so what we're seeing also is that they're they're letting you keep they're asking you to stay, but they're asking you to take a lesser price. Mm-hmm. You know, so you know, and 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 fortunately for those people that are doing that, that lesser price is still more than the the average type of pay that we see in the market prior to Mm -hmm. COVID or, you know, to the pandemic. So, you know, think about this, like if you're, if you were the $6,000 contract, now they're asking you to do it for 3,500, you're still way above, way above what the market was before the pandemic. So, Mm -hmm. you know, you might, there might be another $6,000 contract out there. Is it worth, you know, up and leaving your housing, paying that off, moving across the country to another same amount of high dollar contract that, but you still have that same risk of getting canceled again. So, you know, look Mm -hmm. at the long-term, you know, long-term, I'm still making more money. Even if I take the pay cut in a place that's not so bad to work, as opposed to, to chasing the big dollars who then you're in the same boat over and over and over again. Absolutely. Um, again, uh, too, when you're talking to a recruiter, good idea to ask certain things um, about the facility. You know, have the, you know, do they have a history of cancellations? Um, is, has the, you know, has the job been fairly stable? Um, are they're always posting needs at this facility? Um, is it a state funded facility or a government contract? 
Um, right. Government contracts tend to be a little bit more stable because they typically have money set aside to maintain those staff, maintain staff throughout the year, um, you know, for things like that. But all of the all of these um, little questions are good things. So when you're evaluating that offer and evaluating that assignment, you can hopefully reduce your risk of potentially being canceled and being able to um, see through the through the end of your assignment. So all of these things are good things to kind of keep in mind. It's just not a matter of, hey, just take the high dollar amount and and, and pack <laughs> your bags and go. You yeah. know, it all kind of comes back to our some of our original discussions about do your research. And that's right. and that's not do only about and set your goals. Like, you know, what is your goal? If you you're chasing that high dollar money, are you putting it away for that rainy day? Because it's not gonna be mm -hmm. there. And, mm -hmm. you know, meet your goals and, and, and save and, and do those things because it's not always going to be here. And we know that because we, we've been pre-pandemic pre as well. And we're going to be there again. You know, we're, yes. we're not going to see COVID go away, but we're going to see it go into the general population of everything else that we take care of. It's not yeah. going to be, oh my gosh, I've got COVID. I'm going to make this much more money. It's not going to happen. And I mean, mm -hmm. realistically, that's, that's it. We're nurses and we take care of the sick and dying, no matter what their disease process is. But yeah. uh, hopefully, Cindy, they're saving their money to come to TrabCon. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I know. Hope so. so we you know, just <laughs> let everybody know that we're still in the planning phases. We're still on go. And in September, we do have TrabCon. Anybody that wants that information can look at TrabCon.org uh, registration. Mm -hmm start up somewhere in April we're pushing for and we have lots of great things in, in store for so you know save that money um, make sure you put in your contracts you can come if you're on contract or anywhere around that time and um, we hope to see everybody there. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's a great time. If you've never come, you're missing out on a great experience. Lots of great people, lots of wonderful companies that come and help um, support TravCon that can also um, help you in your in, in your travel career as well, too. So, so circle those calendars. It's September yes. 20, 26th through 29th in Las Vegas at the Paris Hotel. So, oh, at the Paris. Ooh, we. Woohoo. Ooh, <laughs> I know. It's our first year that's going to be there. But, you know, so, you know, I'm. we're all sorry when our, can, when our contracts get canceled. It can happen whether you're high dollar or low dollar or, you know, medium dollars or whatever. Uh, but it is it is the beast of our business. And, mm -hmm. you know, don't take it personally. Don't don't whine and cry just you know do what you need to do to make make the best of it but you know again we we try to tell everybody you should have you should have had a nest egg before you started the travel and if you're on those dollars you should really have a nest egg once it's over and you don't have that job anymore so hopefully everybody's doing good things with it and uh, utilizing it to the best of their abilities and and we get to have a little bit better place to be and for ourselves and for the people around us. Absolutely. I think that's all we have for, for this round of the cancel culture here. We'll see you next month with another podcast. In the meantime, this is Cindy. And this is Trisha. Newbie News. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening to Travel Nursing and Allied Life. You can find the full show notes below or at travcon.org. Please help us out by rating our podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts.